Welcome to the My Inner Tiger podcast. I'm your host, Sydney D. Camella. I'm also a wife, mother, master life coach, course creator, and spiritual Sherpa. Over the past few years, I have overcome extreme anxiety, depression, addiction, infertility, and chronic illness. And as a result, I've made it my life's mission to teach other women like you that no matter what battle you're up against, you have an inner tiger, a power within to create and manifest whatever your heart desires. If you are tired of being a victim and ready to be boss of your life, you have come to the right place. Each episode, I'm going to share tools, teachings, and techniques I have used and taught countless other women so that together we can create a life beyond our wildest dreams. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that your inner tiger is just waiting to be unleashed. I'm so happy you've tuned in. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the My Inner Tiger podcast. I am so excited about today's episode. So today is going to be the first time I'm actually talking about how I healed my body. And that's really the point of this podcast, you guys, is to teach you that you have, yes, an inner tiger within you, as we've talked about in previous episodes, to heal your body and basically manifest whatever it is in your life that you're trying to manifest. And for me, the two really big things that I'm always going to highlight are healing my mind and healing my body. And they went hand in hand. Okay. So if you're listening to this and you've been diagnosed with something, or you have some sort of chronic illness or disease or anything that's plaguing your health, this is absolutely the podcast for you. If you don't have an actual illness, but you struggle with lots of anxiety, maybe depression, um, just a lot of emotional instability, then this is also the place for you. Okay. So there's so much to tell you about how I healed my body. And if, as I've racked my brain over and over, trying to really come up with the best framework to start sharing this, um, like, where do I start, right? Where do I start in all of the things that I've learned and all of the knowledge that I have. And after really stewing on this for a while, I've come down to one really big, basic foundational principle that we all need to really ingrain in our head if we're going to be able to move forward. And that is believing it's possible for you. So think about that. So My entire life, speaking from experience, I always would look at people who had what I wanted, whether it was, you know, their own business or they'd healed their body or they had the relationship that I wanted or they had the job that I wanted or the family that I wanted. I always used to have this voice in the back of my head saying, well, that's good. Great for them. They found their purpose. They found their soulmate. They found blah, 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 the list goes on, but that's not in the cards for me. I'm not good enough to find that. I don't have what it takes. And if I did, I would have no idea where to start. Can you relate to that voice in your head? It's such a big deal and it's, it needs to be conquered (laughs) because first of all, what I'm going to call that is your inner critic. 
Your inner critic is that voice in the head saying, you're not good enough, you can't do that. And the thing about our inner critic is it's there to protect us. So if you think about where our inner critic was born, okay? Our inner, crit- our inner critic was born somewhere usually between age like seven or eight, when we're seven or eight years old. And think about it. So this is when we start to actually become aware of life, if you will. Like before, before then, we're just going at high speed, being exactly who we want, doing whatever the heck we want to do. We're kids. We're playing. We don't really have the emotional baggage yet. This is this is about the age where you start to like just be really self-conscious, consciously aware of yourself, right? And so imagine you're sitting in class and you raise your hand about seven or eight years old and you raise your hand to answer a question. The teacher wants to know, you know, if you know the answer, raise your hand. So you raise your hand and you give this answer and it's totally wrong. And everyone in your class starts laughing at you and you slowly put your hand down and then this might be the birth of the inner critic, where the inner critic is there to initially protect you. And what it says is, hey, when you raise your hand in class or when you speak up, you get hurt. So therefore, don't speak up so you won't get hurt. Does that sound familiar to anyone? This is so common, and this is just one small example of how our inner critic is born, okay? So as we go through life, as we learn these things, you know, that life so wonderfully teaches us about how we need to protect ourselves, right? So don't love someone too much, they might leave. So what do you do? You guard your heart, and you never truly learn how to love anyone, right? This is just... These are just examples of how our inner critic comes to play. So I say all this to bring us fast forward, and we can talk more about inner critics in plenty other episodes, but fast forward to this voice in your head saying, I can't have that. I'm not good enough. Well, that's simply not true. And one way that I like to talk to this inner critic is to acknowledge it in my head and say, and I would encourage you to do this as well. So when you hear these voice, this voice of your inner critic, number one, give it a name. Okay. So mine's Patty. Whenever I start to hear Patty chitter chatter in a way, I, I recognize her voice now because I'm so conditioned to recognizing what's my inner critic versus what's really me. And this takes practice, but recognize that inner voice and say, hey, Patty, I thank you for protecting me all of these years, but I no longer need your protection. I am an adult. I have goals and I have dreams and you are holding me back. So I ask that instead of working against me and keeping me from achieving all of these goals and dreams that I have and want to achieve, I ask that you work with me. So let's transmute the energy that you're using to hold me back and take that energy to help me build my confidence and put the energy toward plowing through my fears and going after what I really want. So that's a conversation that I highly encourage you to have. I encourage you to name that gremlin or the inner critic and 
have this conversation and say, I no longer need you to hold me back. Okay. So now that we've established our inner critic, (laughs) um, what, let's go back to the idea that believing that it's possible for you. So I can tell you all the things in the world about how you can heal your body, but if you don't believe that it's possible for you, you're not going to do it. And you're just going to, it's going to kind of go in one ear and out the other. And it's like, oh, that's great for her, but it's not going to work for me. So let's just establish that we can shut that voice off by dealing with our inner critic or our gremlin and start to believe that it really is possible for us. So what's another way we can believe it's possible for us? One thing is to really dive into finding other people who have done this. So if you are struggling with, um, well, let me give you an example. Actually, for me, for me, I was struggling with kidney failure and complete kidney failure. And I came across this one woman. Now, I don't remember her name. It's off the top of my head, but she's an older woman. And I heard her speak, just so happened that I heard her speak on a YouTube video and some other, I started following her on Instagram, but she had healed her body from kidney disease when she was in her 20s. And um, and I just listened to her story and it was amazing. And I was like, holy, like that, that was someone who was evidence that they could do it. And it wasn't because of Western medicine. <laughs> She healed her body and this set me on a really big path to looking for more and more evidence of people who have healed their body. I knew I wanted to heal mine, so I needed evidence that it could be done. So I started finding people who just healed their body in general. Kidney failure was very rare and not many people have healed their body from kidney failure. I mean, come on. So let's say you have cancer or something more common There are plenty of people out there who have healed their body from cancer. And I actually ended up joining this one course. Oh man. I can't remember what the course was actually called, but you know what? I'm going to, in the show notes, I'm going to put a link or I'm going to put in the show notes what this course was called, but it was targeted for people who have cancer but it could be anyone with some kind of chronic illness and it was on how to heal your body. And so in this course, there were tons of women telling their story about how they had cancer and they went into remission and they healed their body and all the things, you know, talking about the different modalities that they use, which is a lot of what I'm going to be talking about here, things I learned from them and picked up and from several other places in my last year and a half on my healing journey. But I started surrounding myself with people who have done this. Another thing that I did that was very significant for me was I watched Rewired by Joe Dispenza. This is on Gaia TV. Gaia is G-A-I-A TV. It's an app you can download on your phone um, or some you might be able to get it on your TV. I'm not sure. But Gaia TV is something you just think it's like $12 a month and Joe Dispenza has this amazing show called Rewired. It's like 12 episodes, I think, about 20 20 to 40 minutes each episode. And it was amazing. So Joe 
had a really bad bike accident and he was paralyzed and decided that he was going to heal his body. And so he did this with his mind. Now he was also like maybe a neuroscientist or something like that. So he had a lot of knowledge on the mind-body connection. And so he he did. He like did a lot a lot of things which watch the show and you'll see, but he learned how to use his mind to heal his body. And it was incredible. And I was like, well, if Joe can do it, I can do it, (laughs) right? And so I started just surrounding myself with other people that had healed themselves. And this gave me evidence that it was possible. And that's what we really need. We need proof that it's possible. We, We see that we can do it, that other people can do it. We see that we can do it. And it's that first step is just really believing that you can, okay? And also what I learned along the way is, you know, things that like we are light beings. We are all made up of energy. Everything is energy. And so if you can change the energy and the frequency of anything, you can change the energy and frequency of your body and therefore you can heal. So Back to my point. My point is, if you are in any kind of situation, even if you just are a very stressed out mom and you have lots of anxiety and you're struggling with what's my next step in life and I I just want to heal my body, or maybe you're afraid that you might start having health problems or heart problems or something like that because of what you've, because of all the stress that you have in your life. I want you to know that heal that it is possible for you, no matter what your circumstances, to change the game, to heal your mind and to heal your body. It is absolutely 100% possible for you, okay? And again, I can't stress enough, if you have that voice in the back of your head, just like I did, saying, you're not good enough, it may be good for other people. Maybe she can do it because she's more spiritual or she's more brave or she's, you know, blah, blah, blah. She's got more money. Hey, that's another big one. No, no, not possible. You are meant to heal your body. You are meant to live a life of abundance no matter what. And I believe that with my entire, entire soul, my entire heart. Okay. So believe it's possible for you. Those are some ways that you can get started on believing. Pay attention to what you're putting in your mind. Start feeding yourself with evidence that it's possible for you. And you'll start on this beautiful journey that I cannot wait to go on with you. Thank you so much. And I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of My Inner Tiger. Before you go... I have a free gift to offer you. If you're anything like me and struggle with overwhelming feelings of stress and anxiety on a regular basis, I invite you to download my Freedom in 5 formula, where you'll discover how to change your state in less than five minutes. This is my beautiful gift to you and costs $0, so head on over to myinnertiger.com forward slash freedom to download this now. Also, if you loved what you heard today, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes so I can keep the ball rolling. And finally, if you're not already, come follow me on Instagram at MyInnerTiger for more juicy goodness and fun inspiration. 
I can't wait to connect with you there. Now, my dear friend, go out into this world and create some magic. I'll catch you in the next episode. 